You want to know how you can use your ministry skills to generate income? Just simple ways that you can take what you already do, what you already have, and make some income. We're going to talk about that in this episode. Welcome to the Monetize Your Ministry Podcast. And you get a chance to interact with them. To me, that's full-time ministry. You get to serve them. You can be a tenant. If you do not niche down, you will never be successful. You're so busy just trying to catch everyone and never reaching the right one. Yeah. Um, the bottom line is the truth of the matter is we're not going to die happy because tattoo diabetes is like a thief. It brings in itself and then it opens. I want to provide content and things that are going to help change lives, and I simultaneously want to to receive a blessing from that. Embrace their calling. I believe God's blessing that stuff. God's blessing that stuff. Now here's your host, Kamon Hunt. All right, welcome back to the Monetize Your Ministry podcast. Uh, thank you for continuing to support. Thank you for continuing to share. And thank you for those who subscribed already. We want to just uh, encourage you to do a few things as we're getting ready to jump into this episode. First of all, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, go to YouTube, just put in Monetize Your Ministry Podcast. You'll find us. Subscribe right there and uh, share this with someone. I'm sure there's someone who can benefit from the knowledge and the stuff we're going to be sharing on this episode and in past episodes and in future episodes. So share it with them. Listen, um, we've been talking the last few weeks about. Is monetizing your ministry, pimping the gospel. We've talked about um, how do you figure out what the thing is. And today I want to get really just practical with you and talk about five ways to generate income using your ministry skills. Five ways to generate income using your ministry skills. Now, let me just say this up front. If you're new to the podcast, this podcast is not just for people who are pastors, who are not just spiritual leaders. It's for anyone recognizes that they serve others and that thing they use to serve others is their ministry. And you want to figure out how you can monetize that, generate income from it, create a stream of income from that thing, right? So that podcast, this podcast is for you. But with that being said, my background for 15 years, I was a paid religious leader, a paid pastor. And so I understand the particular unique struggles of people who work in a religious setting, leading a congregation, leading out in that in that in that context. And I understand that for a lot of us, we feel like my skills don't translate into the marketplace. Or for a lot of us, we are serving, um, we may not be paid according to our education or even what we're putting out into the world. And we need to find a way to see how we can generate some income. Right. Nothing is wrong with that. I'm not even going to revisit that again. We talked about that before. So what I want to do today. Right. This is general, but it's really specifically for people who have worked in or are working in a context where your full time job is to lead a congregation, to be a pastor, to be a full time paid minister. Right. So everyone can benefit. But if you are a full time minister, this one is going to be for you specifically. So there are five ways to generate income using your ministry skills. And here's what I mean. Um, I know a lot of times when we think about how can I generate income, 
we think, okay, I need to go retool. I need to go back to school. I need to go learn something else. And I'm here to let you know, nothing against going back to school, but without incurring any more expenses or spending a lot of time, what you already have and what you already know, you can use it in a way that you can get paid outside of your salary. You can get paid for it. Some of it is going to be paid by people who may be in your religious community, your wider religious community. And some of it, you might be getting paid by people who may not even be religious, may not know about you from your past context or your present context as a minister, but they need what you have. So I want to just share some of those with you. And the last one is the one that I particularly like, that I've particularly helped people with. So I'll save that one for last because I think that one is one that a lot of us can get into and it's a lower barrier for entry. All right. So if you're ready for these five ways to generate income using your ministry skills, if you're watching this live, just go ahead and put yes in the comments. If you're watching this live and you're ready for these five ways to generate income, income, hello, money, somebody using your ministry skills, put a yes in the comments, put a yes in the comments. If you're watching this on replay on whatever platform, you can put a yes in the comments as well. All right. First one, number one, the way that you can use your ministry skills to generate income. First one I'll start with is speaking or training. Now, for anyone who is leading in any sort of religious context, one of the things you have to do on a weekly basis is to speak to people, right? You have to stand in front of an audience. You have to stand in front of a congregation. You have to stand in front of a group of people and share. Now, that sharing, you have to prepare for that. You have to prepare what you're going to say. You're going to prepare how you're going to say it. You're going to prepare how you're going to engage the people you're saying it to. And that skill of public speaking is one that is so valuable in the marketplace. You know, they say one of the biggest fears that people have in this world is the fear of public speaking. Like most people would tell you, I'd rather do almost anything but stand up in front of people and have to speak. It's one of those things that makes us feel very vulnerable, makes us feel very self-aware, you know, just like, what am I doing? And so the fact that you do it every week, and some of you do it more than once per week, if you're listening to me, I want you to understand that there is value for that out in the marketplace because communication, being able to share an idea, being able to share a position, being able to help people to learn something is one that all companies, people need, groups need. So the fact that you are good at it, and I'm telling you you're good at it because you do it on a regular basis, that skill is valuable in the marketplace. Now, we're going to have some guests coming on in the next few weeks to share how they've done it, right? how they've transitioned um, from just sharing with inside of a religious church context and now sharing in the marketplace. But let me just say for now, it simply means you have to take the, a message that people need to hear, right? So every week you're sharing a message. It's from the Bible. It might be from, from religious lit, literature and scripture. And you're sharing that message. Now, what, what you need to do is find um, a book, something, some position, something you've studied on and make a presentation on that. And then you speak to an audience based on that thing that you've studied. 
So it might be leadership might be a topic. And you may be paid to speak to an audience, to speak to a convention, to speak at a conference on leadership. The skill that you've honed in ministry of speaking, you're not being paid. And a lot of times you're paid a whole lot more than you paid in a church context to share on that topic. Right. So that's speaking. And I put training along with speaking because here's what's important. Right. Uh, Sometimes we think speaking is just to get people excited, to get them motivated, to get them fired up. And that might be true, right? There is a part of that. But people also want what we call training, which is a little bit more interactive, which is making sure that people, when they leave what's happening, have taken the things on, have learned what to do, and can now go put it into practice. And there's so much more of a market for training than there even is for speaking. A lot of companies are needing training. In fact, I was at a company recently and um, the CEO, the president of the company said, there's no lack or shortage of good workers. There's just a shortage of good training, which means it's a market for people who know how to teach, to take a concept and to break it down into a simple way, to take a difficult concept and make it simple Right. Because a lot of people know how to take a simple concept and make it difficult. Well, if you know how to take a difficult concept, make it simple so that people understand it and can apply it, you can be a trainer. Do you do that already in ministry? Right. You have uh, you're taking an old literature, an old book, the Bible and concepts from that past. And now you're training people, you're teaching people, you're helping them to understand it using illustrations Some of it, it may not even be like preaching, right? It may be teaching and that's interactive. It's getting feedback. It's helping people to reflect and that's training. And so both of those are ways that you can take your ministry skills and now take it out into the marketplace and be paid for using those skills to help people. Now, Does that mean that you stop preaching? No, it doesn't mean that. But it just means that you are now taking the skill that you've been using in one arena, using it in another to generate income. And here we go to help people. Because when you're you're speaking, you're helping people. You're inspiring them. You are motivating them. When you're training, you're helping people to be better on their jobs, to improve their emotional intelligence, helping them to know how to communicate better. All of those things are important. So the first one, the first way you can generate income is to be paid to speak or to train. The second way that you can be paid and generate income for your ministry skills is consulting. All right, consulting. Um, it's going to be connected to one that I'll, I'll share later, but consulting, I want to just simply say it's where people get access to you to get, get your knowledge and your expertise in a particular area where they can access your knowledge. They can pick your brain. They can get your perspective on it and your advice on a particular topic. And you are now a person that almost comes alongside them to help them in what they're doing. So if you are in any sort of ministry position and you're leading, you have hours and hours of leadership um, abilities and leadership skills. 
you are running meetings, you're preparing agendas, you're moving things forward, you're, you're, you're overseeing projects, you're, you're planning things. And all of the things I just mentioned, agendas and planning projects and overseeing budgets and making sure things run well, all of those are valuable for other organizations, nonprofit, profit organizations, all of those skills are valuable. So recently, I had a chance to be on a call with someone who was consulting a small business, right? And I hope that you are uh, uh, tuning into this because what I want you to see is that the things that you may think are so simple, oh, no one really cares about that stuff in the world, those things are needed by companies and organizations, and they'll pay you for it. So I was on this call, and this person is leading a small company, a, a growing company. But when I say small, it's only small in terms of its employee base, but it's making $3 million a year and projected to make $4 million. I know I got someone's attention calling out some money. But what they needed is they needed help with how to run their meetings with their staff members. And so this person is coming on the call as a consultant just to simply help them walk through their meetings, saying to them, here's the agenda. All right. Let's report. You share what you're doing. You share what you're doing. All right. What are our obstacles? What are issues that we're dealing with? Um, let's work through those issues and obstacles. What is our game plan? Okay. When is, what are we going to talk about next week? Here's what everyone has to do. We'll come back next week. Now, he's consulting for them. He's coming on board. He's facilitating their meetings. They're asking him for advice. And what they really, pro what he really provides for them is the safety of having someone they can ask for a different perspective. You can do that, right? If you've been in any sort of ministry leadership position, you've practiced and you've gone through just learning how to make good decisions, how to facilitate meetings, how to facilitate a moving a, pro a program and a process and a project forward. And that skill can be applied in different contexts. There are so many organizations that are started by people who were doing a thing, and now they are growing that to the point where their levels of leadership and their abilities in that area to move the organization forward aren't as strong as it could be. And so what they need is someone to consult with to help them to move beyond just their limits in terms of knowing how to lead. And so you can consult. So that's number two. Second way that you can generate income using your ministry skills is to be a consultant, right? So number one, speaking and training. Number two, consulting. Number three, number three, physical products, physical products. You can sell a physical product. I had a friend recently, a few years ago, he was saying to me, hey, man, I... um." I do this thing, right? So I work with my members and I am a like a marriage therapist or marriage counselor for them. But I want to be able to generate income from that skill of being able to help couples with their their issues and helping them to grow in their relationship. Now, not only were his members from his particular church coming to him, but people from all around, like you kind of get a reputation. You're, he's really good at this. She's really good at this. 
And so people come to you from all around. And so his challenge was, how do I now um, generate income from something that is a service that people kind of see as a part of what I do as a minister? Like, that's what you do. You help families. You help couples. How do I monetize that? And my advice to him is the advice I'm going to give to you. If you make a product, people understand buying a product. If you make it and turn it into something tangible, people understand, oh, I got to buy a book. Now, the fact that you might have said everything to them already that you put in the book doesn't stop them from buying it, right? And so a physical product is a great way for you to generate income using your ministry skills. So how can you create a physical product? So here are some options. I'm already mentioned one, a book. If you are in any sort of full-time ministry, you have multiple books already sitting on your laptop, sitting in a cloud storage somewhere because you have gone through teaching on a topic. You've gone through preaching on a topic over some series, right? I've watched uh, people like Michael Todd. His um, book is out called Couple Goals or Relationship Goals. Forgive me if I, if I get it wrong. But it started off as something he was teaching as a series at his church. And he just took it and put it into a book. And if you have some topic that you feel really passionate about, what happens is you end up speaking on that thing over and over. And maybe there's some of the things that you've said on it that you can connect it together and make a book. And people will buy it. People who are a part of your congregation, people outside of that group, right? So you have the the, the ability to make that physical product. Now, you can also write a book on a topic that does not even have to be something you've preached on, but it can be something that you have lived as an experience, right? It can be something that relates to your personal story. It can be something that relates to a personal passion of yours, right? It can relate to something that that you've that you've really helped people with, even outside of just standing up and preaching and speaking on it. So you can make a book on that. So that's a physical product. People buy physical products. And I'll tell you, one of the ways that I first started off monetizing my ministry, generating income from my ministry skills is I wrote a book. Now, I'll give you the the scoop on this. I wrote, I did a series at one of the churches I led. And so I wrote six messages on it. When I was done, I thought to myself, this is actually pretty, I'd like this to do something more than just um, be something I speak at at this church. So I actually um, talked to some of someone who owned a, an online magazine. I said, can I write six articles for you? And I simply took what I wrote as sermons and turned it into blogs. When I was done, I took those and I put them together and I made an ebook, right? Which I'll talk about later. And then I, one of my members said to me, hey, pastor, I don't really do that online reading thing. When are you going to make this something or can you print this out so I can read it? And I was like, no, I'm not just going to print it out. How about I go through the process of getting this published? So I wrote this book. Now, if you have my book, if you've seen it, it's not very big. It's not a lot of pages, right? And I used to think, I almost used to be a little bit ashamed of it, right? Y'all going to get some honesty here. But then I realized what might have been a negative would turn out to be a positive. For some people, it was like, oh, I can read this really quickly. I can digest it easily. And it doesn't have to take me a lot of time. So some people bought it, 
not because it was not because be, because it was small. They bought it because it was small, right? And um, I've sold quite a bit in that, and it's helped to do some things for my family that I wasn't able to do before. And so I encourage you, physical products. Here's another physical product that I have seen and I've um, used myself is uh, merch, merchandise, T-shirts, right? So if you are in ministry, there's some sayings that you make, right? And it's happened for me. I've I, When I was pre- speaking at my congregation, I had a member who used to tweet stuff I was saying. And then I would come after I was after the message was over, I would look at the Twitter feed and I'm like, wow, these are some pretty good sayings. Well, every saying that you see on a T-shirt, somebody said it and then put it on a, a, a T-shirt, a mug or whatever, and folks bought it. And so my youngest, my younger, my daughter, my older daughter came to me with a saying once and I said to her, we need to put this on a T-shirt. And she did. And she did very well with that. And I'll say to you, there's some sayings that you might make, some some points of wisdom that you say, something that's really smart or something that's really impactful or really inspiring or motivational. If you take that and put it onto some merchandise, people will buy it, especially if you start wearing it. If you start wearing it, people will get excited about it. If other people start wearing it who are influential, who have some sort of platform, if they start wearing it, people will buy it. And so what I just encourage you is physical products are ways that you can generate income using your ministry skills. And it's a it's a simple way that people understand. If I'm going to get a book, I have to buy it. If I'm going to get a t-shirt, I have to buy it. If I'm going to get a mug, I have to buy it. So if I'm going to get a journal, I have to buy it. So it's one of those ways that you don't have to really explain to people who might be already in your network why they have to pay you for that. That's number three. All right, number four, digital products. Digital products. In fact, I think I missed out one. So I'm gonna get, you'll get six. Digital products, right? So it's, it's related to physical products. So let's just call this three, 3B. Digital products is simply understanding that all the things I can take, instead of selling a physical book, I can sell it as an ebook. Now, why is that important? Why am I even saying sell things digitally and and highlighting it because the risk is less. So for a physical book, and I'm looking around to see if I have any books on my desk. I don't. Physical book, I have to pay to print it. And usually you don't pay to print just one book. You have to pay to print uh, 100 books, uh, 200 books. So you have inventory that's staying at your house or staying wherever you, you you, you have it. Now, that's great. You can walk around. You go sell it. When you go somewhere, people order from you. You ship it out. That's great. No knock on it. But if it doesn't sell, you're stuck with that inventory. You've put out money that you're hoping to to get back. Well, if you have a digital product, the only only expense, right, the, the main expense is the expense to create that product the first time. And after that, most of what you collect is going to be profit. Besides some fees or maybe some hosting on a website, everything you get in is profit. So I love digital products. And for someone out there, you got you, you're, you're very risk averse. You don't want to. You don't have a lot of money to, to to put out there to hope it comes back. I encourage you start with a digital product. Put out an ebook. Put out um, some recording or something, right? Because you can sell audio stuff, an audio series on something. 
You can sell a video course on something that people will buy, or you can even sell a download of a worksheet, a download of a whatever. But you're teaching things, you are writing things, you are you are you are presenting things, and you can capture those things into something that you make once and you sell it. And when you sell it, you generate income on it each time. So I put physical products here. I'm going to add one in here. Let me see how I'll do this, right? I'm going to add this here. I'm going to call this, I'm going to call this number four. And I'll just put this one up here. Number four, events, events. So physical products, digital products, we'll call those one thing. And I'm going to call events number four. Now, if you are or have been in ministry of any type, you know how to lead an event. You do. Now, I'm going to say something. Some of you may not like this, but it's the truth. If you are leading any sort of congregation, you are hosting an event every week. It's called a worship service. It's called a church gathering. It's called a whatever. But you are hosting an event every week. And so you understand some things. You understand how to have an event flow, how to put things together. And simply, one of the ways to generate income using your ministry skills is to plan an event. In fact, it might be one of the easy ways to test things out. Let's say you're really passionate about couples. And you've been helping couples. You've been speaking to couples. You've been counseling couples. You've been working with couples. One of the things you can do is simply say, I'm going to host an event for couples. I'm going to give it a theme. Uh, we're going to have T-shirts that you can buy or you get it with a part of your registration. We're going to have a venue. People need to register. Your limited spots for this. You can bring in some other presenters as well. When they show up, they get a workbook. All right. All of these are resources and things you're creating. And as you create those, you can sell them there and sell them outside of the event. Let me give you a tip. When I used to run events um, as uh, youth, I used to host youth conventions. I would always do T-shirts that didn't say like this event, 2023, this place that we had it. No, I just put the theme on it. And the theme would be something catchy enough that people who did not attend the event, when people left the event and they saw them with it, would say, wait, where do you get that shirt? They would want to buy it, right? So there's a tip. If you're doing events and you do some merch for the events and you have people get one if they register, make it something really general, like um, love to be loved or whatever. I right? just, I'm just putting something out there. People wear it and they go, where did you get that shirt? Oh, I got it from a website. And you keep the, the flow of income coming. But an event is something where for a day, for a couple hours, for a few days, for a weekend, you bring people together. You're sharing a positive message. You're appealing to a particular target group and you're helping them in an area that you know they need that help. That's a ministry. And you're allowing them to invest in themselves in a way that they will now be more locked into that thing because they've invested in it. I've had people that I've worked with who um, have done events for men, events for women, events for couples, events for parents, right? Events for teens. And you might say, well, churches do that. Sure. But 
they may not have the same burden that you have, right? Your church, another church, you may have a particular message and a particular burden. And if you host your own event, you have a chance to share that message in your unique way and to also reach out to people outside of the church. You can reach out to anyone. You can make your event in any way you want to reach anyone you want to. Last one. All right. Let me go go through them again. Speaking and training is number one. Consulting is number two. Products, physical and digital products, right? I'll fix that. Number four, events. And number five, coaching. Number five is coaching. All right. Here's why I like coaching as a way to help people um, also to generate income using your ministry skills. That coaching is something that you are already doing. Now, a lot of times we say we're counseling. Well, most of us don't have the the knowledge. We don't have the training to be a counselor or a therapist, most of us. But we can all be coaches, coaches. And coaching is simply giving people access to your knowledge and your expertise and then helping them to achieve a goal, a predetermined goal, goal that they've set for themselves. So someone, you, you have some knowledge and some expertise in an area of health. Maybe you have some knowledge and expertise in the area of relationships. What you're going to do is you're gonna, you can give people access to that knowledge and that expertise for a fee, and you coach them through the process. Now, you can do that one-on-one. Or you can do that in a group. Now, there are people outside of your own particular group that you lead that need that knowledge and their expertise. And there are people who have no church background, no religious affiliation, who are simply recognizing this truth. The truth that a lot of us know. I can't accomplish my goals on my own. I need help. I need accountability. I need someone to show me the way. And you just might be that person. And the reason I know that is because you help people do it all the time as a part of your job, as a part of your training, as a part of your ministry work. There's so many people that you've probably helped that you've lost count. I recognize when I was leading a congregation that I was coaching some of my members in their business. Now, I was a pastor. I was leading this congregation, but a lot of them were starting small businesses and they were coming saying, hey, pastor, can you give me some thoughts and advice on this? And because of just my own skills and God-given wisdom and my creativity, I was giving them some tips. And I recognized, wait a minute, I'm coaching these people and they're using that and making money. I'm happy for them, but I need to make this formalized so that other people can have access to this and I can generate income. So the reason I tell you to one, this is one of the ways that I'm I'm really passionate about is because I've just seen people who've had knowledge and expertise and been sitting on it and they turn it into a coaching program and it has helped to impact people and it's helped them to generate income. And it's one of the simplest ways to take your ministry skills and turn it into income. So we got five ways, speaking, consulting, products, events, coaching. Which one is your favorite? Drop drop a number in the chat. Let me go through these again. And you can just drop your number in the chat. I'm going to just run them down so you can see them. All right. Here we go. Speaking. 
consulting, products, events, coaching, those five, which of the five are your favorite? Which of these five are your favorite? Which of these do you think as uh, a minister, right? And and again, ministry is for anyone who serves others. Um, ministers are people who serve. But let's say you you have been or are in full-time paid um, work at a church or religious organization. If that's you, which of these five resonate with you the most? Would love to hear your feedback. I'm going to just remind you again to subscribe to our YouTube channel um, because we'll be sharing more content. I'll be bringing on some guests to talk about how they have used one of these five to generate income. I'm also going to be sharing in some other episodes some ways you can package what you have into ways that will be relevant to the marketplace and that people will be willing to buy. All right. So five ways generate income using your ministry skills. Go take action on it now. Go increase your income and your impact. Thank you for listening to the Monetize Your Ministry podcast with Kamon Hines. For more information, visit our website at www.monetizeyourministrypodcast.com. That's www.monetizeyourministrypodcast.com. Find us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Please share this episode with someone who needs it. Let's increase our income and impact.